Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Stewsdays. But again, because of my terrible travel schedule, it's Stwensdays. So, Stu, uh, my apologies again for, for, uh, for, for getting you late. It, it's it's my fault, isn't it? Yeah, well, not a problem at all, Dave. You're you're a busy guy, so. Uh... Yeah, but you're 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 in important meetings too right now, so this is <laughs> quite quite something to be able to catch you. We'll uh, we'll 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 share that many years down the road about what's what's going on there. But the the um yeah, it, and and uh, I, I wanted to tell you because I've I've been I'm out a lot and I'm out a lot with with customers or investors and uh, with uh, advisors. And they really liked last week's uh, podcast on uh, on commercial real estate. So if you're new to the the podcast, it uh, and and maybe it was because we actually did it on a Tuesday, on a Tuesday, that the podcast was uh, was really for for those of you who have concerns or you're worried, you just have ask some questions about what's going to happen with commercial real estate. Stu did a fantastic job of of uh, of laying that out uh, in last week's podcast, and I think in in like roughly ten minutes, it was. Uh, it was it was quite awesome, but uh, Stuart, just uh, just be, just before we get into the uh, the, the meat of the uh, the issue here, um, I'm I'm behind on my uh, Ted Lasso, but you're are you up to date? I'm up to date. I, I it's I would say the third season is slightly better than the second, personally, and uh, I feel like we're at uh, you know the market may not be at an inflection point, but I feel like the series is because I I think the team's going to start winning. They've had a tough uh, start to the year. And uh, he came up with a new system at the end of the last episode, and I think I think we're about to make the turn in uh, Ted Lasso land. Excellent. Well, my my daughters have caught up on the second season, so we can start watching it together again. It's a great great family viewing, I guess. They're teenagers, so they're 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 okay there. But um, here's 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 oh, from Ted Lasso. Here's the question: What do we believe <laughs> about earnings? As we've seen companies report, and 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 then I think what what you also watch a lot in 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 your in your role is what are they saying about what's coming down the road? The earnings look backwards, but what what are they saying about what's coming up? So, what are your thoughts so far on on earnings and areas that have been stronger than expected, weaker than expected, and and how do we make any sense of this? Yeah, so uh, the earnings themselves have been, uh, I would say, uh, okay, um, maybe a little yeah. bit better than expected, um, which is often the case, although. You know, often you get stronger earnings and then you get, you know, it's kind of like, well, what type of guidance do you get? And the guidance this time yeah. has been a little bit murkier than it's been in the past. Um, uh, you know, we kind of went into this earnings season hoping that um, or thinking, you know, from a consensus standpoint anyways, that this would be the worst of the year over year change in the first quarter. You know, that still that still might be the case. Uh, but as we sit today, earnings are expected to to, uh, you know, kind of flatten and actually improve in the back half on a year over year basis. And, you know, I think there's a couple of things that, uh, you know, throw some cold water on that still. Uh, the first is, you know, we've talked about what's going on in the U.S. banking system, which, you know, is going to crimp, you know, some loan growth or loan demand or the ability to provide loans rather. And then the second thing is, um, you know, we've been looking at uh, unemployment and, um, you know, some people think, well, unemployment needs to go up. Uh, to help the Fed in their quest, uh, which is likely true. But uh, at the same time, when it does go up, it's going to be a bit more of a, a headwind for the economy. And um, yeah. on Thursdays, uh, the U.S. government reports what they call jobless claims. And uh, uh, a shorter term moving average, the 13-week moving average of jobless claims, just peaked above the 52-week average of jobless claims, which has been 
you know, not a bad, you know, kind of trending indicator uh, for for unemployment. So, you know, maybe we're going to get uh, a few more uh, job losses, unfortunately. Uh, you know, 3M reported earlier in the week, they uh, went through some layoffs. Uh, we have seen some more of that activity through the earnings season. So when we think about, um, you know, the year progressing, you know, there's kind of two headwinds now on the earnings front. You know, the first is uh, the availability of credit. And the second is, you know, maybe, uh, you know, upticks in uh, in employment or unemployment rather. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of how it's developed through the week. And, you know, when you layer those two things in, uh, it does it does uh, present more headwinds to the second half kind of earnings being better story. Yeah. And so uh, we're taping this on a on a Wednesday, uh, Wednesday midday. Uh, and so that number will be out likely when when you're when you're listening to this podcast right now, you can just flip over to one of the business websites and you can see where that jobless claim comes in uh this Thursday to track along with, uh, with with Stu sharing that number. Any 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 sectors that are are showing surprising strength uh, as as we've reported thus far? Well, um, you know some of the consumer staples have still been pretty strong, um, and it's it's been the remnants of uh, you know price increases uh, keep going through. You know the degree that with with which that continues is uh, you know subject to debate. Like you're seeing. You know, strong revenue growth from the likes of Pepsi and others, but, you know, you're not seeing volume growth to match it. Um, so, you know, so that's really just kind of, you know, pricing going through to preserve margins. Um, you know, Microsoft was very strong. Uh, you know, the you know, people had were concerned about cl- cloud uh, computing slowing down. And it does it does appear. And we talked about ChatGBT and some other things that artificial intelligence will be additive uh, to the growth story there. Um, but it's not it's not sector wide. Um, you know, there's been pockets of things like in semiconductors and what have you, where uh, activity has not been as strong. There does seem to be a bit of a slowdown going down in, uh, you know, some some, you know, some companies that provide products to businesses like PCs and other types of hardware and things like this. There's been a bit of a slowdown there. So, you know, we've kind of seen a bifurcation in uh, in every sector. You know, just like uh, JP Morgan is very strong, regional banks, not as strong. Microsoft, very strong. Some of the others, not as strong. So um, it really has been a company by company story uh, so far. Yeah, which really leads to, and we, we've talked about this before, and, and I think it's an important point to continue to make, is, you know, if you look at much of the last decade leading into COVID, so the 10 years leading into COVID, low interest rates, low inflation, stocks are doing fantastically well the bet you actually make is like let's let's take on risk let's let's look for growth and the more growth i can find the more i win and i could kind of buy anything and i'm going to win how much do i win right um now it's a much more as you say bifurcated market i didn't think you needed to swear but that was okay (laughs) um but but a bifurcated market where where you've got winners and losers and that's where you've got to be a lot more careful and you've got to have a lot more expertise in terms of, of, of picking where you want to be because, you know, when you go through a recession you, and you see it with, I, I'm looking at some of the, um, you know, metal and, uh, and oil and gas stocks, for example, that, you know, have had some really huge pullbacks as those, as the prices, of the underlying commodity have come back to, you know, where, where you would say like that, that, that can really hurt your portfolio if you're sitting there in the wrong position versus some of these areas. And then, and then as you say, specific companies within an area 
that are doing better than others. And you've got to, you've, as, as an investor, you've got to be able to find those to negotiate through this. And it's really hard to do. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's a, it's a, you know, there's probably a few more stocks in the portfolio than uh, normally. Uh, yeah, you yeah. know, you're spreading things out a little bit. Um, you know, we've talked in the past, like normally in periods of correction, uh, you get a leadership change. So the, the names that were strong before are not always the names that are strong afterwards. Definitely even like within energy, you see, you know, different performance from more oily oriented companies versus natural gas and things like this. So, yeah. Yeah. um, you know, being in companies where, you know, you think that the, the cash flow growth can uh, persist over time and the free cash can be delivered back to you in dividends. You know, those two things are, are big protectors uh, against uh, any valuation uh, change that you might worry about. Um, you know, even though even though interest rates have come back down, uh, you know, we're, we don't expect them to really go back to levels that we saw during COVID. Um, if anything, you know, like the 10 year bond has moved almost a percent uh, down from its high. And, um, you know, the, the, the driver over time is going to be, you know, the delivery of free cash flow to investors and dividends and, and, and growth. Those are going to be yeah. the two the two important factors going forward. Yeah. Well, one of the things I, I, I do when I'm doing uh, investor presentations is I actually I actually ask the question to the audience. I go, are interest rates high right now? And and you see a lot of nods. Yeah, interest rates are high. And the, the answer is really no. Right. The interest rates, 10 year yields in the U.S. tend to float between two and five percent, depending on how strong the economy is historically. And we're sitting this morning, I think, three point four in around that that area. So you're you're dead in the middle of that range. So interest rates are really just normal right now. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now you got to adjust because they were at zero before. Um, and so there, that that's disruptive when when you go through that adjustment. But when you once you get through that adjustment, you're going to be left with with interest rates that are likely even a little bit lower than here, which means a little bit lower than normal. It's a pretty good base for for where we're going to go in the future. Yeah, I think that's a good way to think about it. Oh wow, I thought you were gonna I thought you were gonna say that wasn't that. that I, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 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 getting too many things right this morning, Stu. I feel uh, I'm starting to feel smart. Maybe maybe I'm I'm believing in myself again. That's right. Bring it back to Ted Lasso. Although, Bring it back to Ted. I don't want to ruin it for you, but the believe sign doesn't make it all the way through uh, this season. I don't believe you. <laughs> but it's because the believing part is inside of you. You don't need a sign to uh, to make it work. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's um, my high school graduation ring. My my dad had that engraved on the on the inside. Seek inner direction. It, uh, it, it, it really didn't help me. I, I probably needed to sign. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stu, well, that's that great, great summary of, uh, of, of what we've seen in earnings thus far. Um, some of the challenges going forward, a couple of things to look for if you're, uh, if you're following along with us. Um, thanks for taking the time today and we'll, we'll catch up with you uh, next week. Great. Thanks, Dave. Okay. Thanks, Stu. This recording has been provided by RBC Global Asset Management, Inc., for informational purposes only, and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. You should consult your own legal, accounting, tax, investment, or financial planning advisors before engaging in any transactions.